Apple presents Meet the Musician at the Apple Store. Please welcome this evening's guest moderator from Hot 97, Miss Info, and tonight's guest, Pusha T. What up? Push, you know that um, these are some hardcore, super hardcore Pusha T Clips fans because they were waiting in the cold. It's been snowing all day. They I came out. I appreciate that, guys. Um, yeah. Also, I, I want to point out and just thank all of you guys for coming because a lot of you RSVP'd immediately as soon as Push uh, tweeted out that invite. It was, I think it got all booked up in like 30 minutes or something like that. Something crazy. Something never seen before. Dope. So, um... <laughs> um now... One thing I just want to preface, um, yes, I work for Hot 97. I also have a blog. It's called MissInfo.tv. But me and Push go way back. In so fact, y'all about um, to get a real candid interview. Exactly. This is... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was emo- It got emotional early. <laughs> early. Who else loves him? I mean, but, but yeah. No, man. All right, so it's not just you. Love y'all too, man. It's like a real family vibe in here right the now. The whole room loves yeah. Pusha T. Um, wow, thank you. Thank you for not making me feel left out. I just, I mean, realistically, if, if we could have, I think we should have played that audio while you were walking out, sort of like intro audio. Everything is Pusha T. Right or wrong, that was the hashtag. That was the infamous moment um, when Kanye really um, made it clear how he feels about you. That was an interesting place to be and to witness. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm really, I feel really fortunate, you know what I'm saying, to be on good music and to be embraced by um, Ye musically. I feel like, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty lucky guy to, you know, even have like, uh, producers at my disposal like himself multiple everybody yeah. everybody Ch- uh, Pharrell and Chad as well and um you know I think it's just a it's, it's just a testament to to uh you know the fundamentals of hip-hop and what I'm true to and and that's the that's the era that they came up in and what they learned in and that's what they like to create too you know lyric driven people guys who who write lyrics they, they we all were raised in that um in that rap era, you know what I'm saying? The 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 glory years, the Rakims, the Canes, and uh, you know, moving forward, uh, you know, the Bigs and the and the Jays and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, they know that I try to, to try to emulate that as much as possible, and um, I think that's where they learned they learned uh, uh, their beat making skills all through that era, through those eras. Maybe it's something that, that you guys find like-minded um, when you work with a lot of these producers where they believe that you are trying to carry on a certain legacy for the lyrical craft, the same way that they're, like you said, learning from the greats and trying to carry on that craft of production. But, you know, I think there's a difference between somebody like Pharrell and No ID and Kanye and Swizz and everybody who has, uh, all the time their schedule is booked up with people who are trying to get beats from them. But they're actually trying to give beats to you because they feel like you're gonna do something extra special on that track. Um, You know, where do you think the best 
magic happens like when in that process um you, you know in the way i looked at it as far as as far as the producers go you got to think about it this at this time and this point the super producer was almost extinct like um all the all the records that you heard in the clubs they weren't produced by uh quote unquote super producers they were they were produced by you know young guys coming up um you know you, you they even had a, a a disconnect that was like okay you got you got the guys who are, are doing fruity loops and so on and so forth right now versus the guys who are really on the SP and in 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 that era so it's like um i think that i think that the producers when when working with me they 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 found it as a as a I guess a time where where credibility really really kicks in. Okay. Like the credibility of song, the credibility of like um, a body of work. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 records that are being made and that were being that are being put out at this time. You know, it could be it could come from anybody. And all of those guys that you named, they come on. Th their history is like their discography is full of just albums. Right. And this was like an album time, I felt like, for, for all of them. But there's also maybe a difference between um, them being called in to do a beat for a huge, mega-promoted album, um, maybe with a pop star, maybe a combination of three pop stars. Right. And they're <laughs> being asked, can you make a beat that's going to be just like this hit that you had? Whereas for you... Do you, what do you come in asking for? When, when you, let's say when you sit down with um, even Hudson Mohawk, that'll be an example. Oh yeah, you know when when I get in when I get in the studio with those guys, it's um, to be honest, I just try to pit everybody against each other. Ooh. Like I, you know, <laughs> I, I take I'll take the 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 hottest joints that Ye gave me, and I go to Miami and I play them for Pharrell. And I'll jump around the studio like all crazy. Like I'll <laughs> like, like isn't this listen, the greatest? Even if, even if I don't if even if I'm not feeling it, like I'll jump around crazy and just just to get reaction out of him and be like, B, you better I mean, what you gonna do? Wow. What are you gonna do? Like that I mean in 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 that's serious business. Like with Swizz, Swizz is like a super like uh passionate producer, you know what I'm saying? And 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 you know what I'm saying, he um when he hears, when he heard some of the records from My Name Is My Name, th there's a whole nother attitude. Like, I'll come in, he'll play a couple beats, and I'll be like, man, let me play you with my album like. Then he'll be like, oh, that's what they coming with? And, and, and then, <laughs> like, he'll stop. He'll start creating something different. He'll start doing something new. Because now the, the pressure's on, and he sees where the bar is, is, is at. And I feel like... Will he at least admit, though... First, oh yeah, that Pharrell is fire. But I have better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's trying to do out. Uh, everybody's trying to outdo each other. But producers can be super divas. So do they ever just say like, yeah, it's all right, but it's not. Let me play you this. Nah, man. They they don't really hate. They don't really hate because that'd be hate. They don't really hate each other. But I <laughs> but I can I can honestly say that there is a true a true competitive spirit. Yeah. Like I'm going to outdo what he did. Well, well, tell me about the competitive spirit that um, that happened between the Dream and Kanye when you were working, even 
before My Name Is My Name was known to be My Name Is My Name. Because right. I feel like I heard three different versions of your, <laughs> you know, your album before it came out. And that's true. And they were all produced primarily by a different producer. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when I went in to make it, My Name Is My Name, I picked a few albums. And I, th those albums were like, um, you know, uh, Life After Death. Um, Hard Knock Life Volume 2, Purple Tape. Um, what else? What else? Oh, Mace Harlem World. Mm. Um, and, and I was like, you know, I wanted my album to be super hardcore rap. I wanted it to be super black R&B. Mm. Like, super. Like, I wanted, I was trying to recreate, listen, I was in there pulling up records like the um, Been Around the World remix. You know, um, old total remixes. Yeah, old, old total yeah. records. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Foxy and um, oh my man, what's my man? Um, Sizzler, Foxy and Sizzler. That, that's how y'all got Wrath of Kane. You know what I'm saying? And Blocker and all those things. Like, like I was listening to all these different things. So, um, you know, when I when I was going in, I went in with Dream, and you know, yeah, he's working on a lot of stuff. And I was just like, man, you know, I can't really sit around and wait. So I, I went in with Dream, and we cut all these amazing records. And we go in the studio, and we listen to, like, uh, all the records that uh, Devontae did with Tupac. Mm. You know, and uh, we listen to those records, and then we just create. I ended up going, doing the records. I did um, Exodus and uh, a few more, and I ended up going to London to play Yay What I Heard. I mean, what I had. And, man, he was in there. He was, like, creating clothes. And he, like, kept <laughs> us out there for, like, a week. And all we were doing was just listening to the album. He was like, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. And, but he didn't want me to go. He didn't want me to go back home. And I was like, nah, like, I got to go back home and, like, finish up some stuff. And so I left. I ended up leaving. And he called me. He was like, yo, um... You know, I need you to really come back out here because I got some new I got some new records that I that I want to show you, and you know the it just started turning, man. The album just started turning. You know, mind you, at the same time I'm working on my album, uh, Cruel Summer. Um, you know, uh, so pain pain is sort of made in Cruel Summertime, um, but this is all from what we were what I had made with Dream. And he was like, okay, you know what? I got to outdo this. So New God Flow, that was supposed to be on my album. But, you know, I, I gave it to Crew Summer as well. Just to, you know, I felt like I wanted that level of heat out at that moment. And it was like a particular, uh, you know what it was? It was a particular Birdman uh, interview. And <laughs> it like, now it made me mad, it. right? <laughs> so I wrote, I wrote, uh, I wrote uh, the record or whatever. And I was like, you know, it was no telling when my album was really going to drop. So I was like, nah, this needs to sort of go on that. Like, you just but, needed to get the message out. Yeah, like, out. Let's, let's get it out now, you know. And, and that's the, where New God Flow came from. And I think that the uh, the interview that you were talking about that kind of pissed you off was was him sort of dismissing good music as a family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For um, sure. And, you know, that's not something 
knew that little tug of war, that um, tension and the back and forth and the sniping and the sublims um, yeah. with you and Cash Money. With you and Baby, with you and Wayne, Whatever. with you and Drake, it's All it's been them. an ongoing thing. But <laughs> but I'm I do just one think... big target, right? <laughs> Everybody just get to shoot at me all day. Well, to be fair, yeah, you were the one that stands up and says your piece, you know, and stands up and says try your best, take your shots because. You, you also send out those shots. Yeah. So people have, have often wondered whether out of the good music family, you're the one that um, is best equipped to have that battle. Well, you know, I'm just... The see, shooter. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm, yes. And I'm, I'm going to take that title. But um, the, see, the thing about it with me is like even, okay, I'm, I'm part of good music and, you know, good music is like an eclectic bunch but there's just a personal pride thing that I just have. Like, there's a personal just, uh, man, it's like, it's just a it's, a, it's a mentality that I just can't, you know, I just sort of can't let certain things ride. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I sort of feel like I, I can't let people think for one second that like, you know, I'm a punk or I'm a chump or, mm. you know, it's okay to say certain things because to me, in my opinion, you know, um, I just feel like once they get to do things like that, they get to keep pecking at you. And, you know, this is the industry. The industry, you know, they peck and they smile and they wave. Mm -hmm. But then they go back and peck some more. You know what I'm saying? They do so much. And and it's like, um, you know, I'm not really rich enough to play that game. <laughs> I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like rich people, like super rich people can, uh -huh. in my opinion, can play that game. Like I'm not... I'm not like I got. I be outside with y'all. Like I be, yeah. Like I'm outside. Like a regular person. Yep. Like I go outside like every day. I gotta like listen to my homeboys. Like they like, yo, did you hear what dude? I be like, oh, you gonna make me go write this now or later? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, sometimes I don't want to hear, it, but I mean, it's it's just where I am, and um, you you really can't like. I can't really neglect where I am and I got to feed I got to feed the people and I got to feed like my competitive spirit too and just like I said just my pride How much of that is also um how much of that do you actually discuss with the people around you like how many verses do you have in the stash that you wrote when you felt that but then either you you cooled off or Maybe somebody came and sat you down and said, nah, let's no, not nobody do that. sits me down. Really? Nobody sits me down. Does anybody egg you on? <laughs> That's the real question. Nah, nobody eggs me on. But but like but like um, he makes good ones. <laughs> he does though. Like I'm I'm a re like I'm a realist man with like rap man like you know like and it's not I don't ever want it, like, when it cools down, it's because I feel like it's getting cheap. You know what I'm ah, saying? It's like... It's like a gimmick. When yeah, you feel like when it cools down, it's like it's getting cheap. Well, what's like, the difference between when it feels real? Like, even in your own history, when did you feel like, okay, when you did Exodus or when you did Don't F With Me or when you did right. Numbers on the Board, a lot of those lyrics got dissected and analyzed and they felt 100% authentic. But at a certain point where you like, I don't... 
this guy responded, I'm not going to respond back. Yeah, like, you know, sometimes you just, um, like, as long as it makes a good record, it makes for a good record, then that's when I want to do it. Like, you know, I, I do owe, I owe good music the, uh, well, uh, what am I trying to say? I owe them the uh, respect. The, oh, okay. I owe them the respect to keep the 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 high level of music over everything. Mm. So like when it gets when it gets cheap and you get to talking about like you know when it's more talk than like rap mm -hmm. and like when you don't have Exodus or when you don't have New God Flow or when you don't have uh, your favorite rappers a damn live versus like right. when you don't have that then. It gotta chill. You gotta chill because it's not, it's not about the music no more. Do you actually feel like, as somebody who has the skills to to do that type of um, lyrical battle, but do it in a really, really skilled way? Like, is there something that's off limits? No, no. Really? Nothing's off limits. Okay. Nothing. Like um not even sweaters. No. Not even sweaters. Nothing. <laughs> no, nothing's off limits, but it's like, you know, like I said it's 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 at the end of the day I've always wanted people to know that it was just, you know, it was about good records. Like people don't know like Kane and Rakim like were beefing. Like there were bars at each other. Mm -hmm. My two favorites. And it's like it wasn't cheapened by, you know, we have so much like, you know, social media and everything else that you know, they rap genius your lyrics and yep. you know <laughs> you know, and then they, they put it on whoever they think it is and so on and so forth. It, they didn't have that. And um when you think about it, I think it made for really great records back then. Amazing, like uh, come on man. Amazing lyrics of fury, stuff for like all those to, things were yeah. made off of that. And and I mean just to you know, since you brought up a historic example, if we can bring up a current example the control verse awesome. that everybody reacted to. Awesome. That people are still reacting to. So like even today, Drake finally, you know, kind of responded in his own way on um the future remix. What did you think about that? Is it is it ever too late? Was it too uh, little? No, nah, I mean, you know, it's I want your opinion as a music expert. No, like just as a as, you know, um I, I actually heard it. I heard it and you know the the verse was good. But I mean, I just feel like, I feel like Kendrick, he went first, man. He jumped out the window. It was a big splash. Like, it's not too much. You Like, he got that off. Oh. He got it off. So leave it alone. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to do like a whole song, whole thingy yeah. about it. But I don't, I mean, you know, at the same time, I just sort of feel like, People sort of went a little bit too far with the Kendrick thing because mm -hmm. I don't think it was like a bad thing. I don't I don't know when uh, you're not ever trying to have the best verse on a song. Like you should. I think that's the rule. I, I like when I did so appalled. I was trying to make sure mm. I got off on Hove or Yay or Sahi. Did not care. Like I got to get off. I got to talk about things that, like, I know I can't say that, you know, I'm a trillion billionaire, so I couldn't say that. And I was trying to find things that, you know, I could say that would resonate with my people and, you know, would resonate with the people that, uh, you know, that it would, 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 would hit them and hurt them, too. Not, right. you know, not in a battle type of way, but just, like, have the best verse. 
You want to hurt feelings. You want to yeah, get up yeah, there. But, you want to hurt so feelings. So Paul wasn't one of those. It was uh, just like having the best verse. And it's like, so, you know, getting back to the to the control thing, I never, okay, cool, bro. <laughs> like, cool. Like, you, you want to do it. Like, you know, and he, I think he was just like really raising the bar for hip hop. Yep. Then we came with nostalgia and I was, you know, I was happy. And many people feel that nostalgia <laughs> was Kendrick's actual best verse of the year right. that you had, you know. And that's on what? My name right. is my name. I mean, now. <laughs> Which is the best album of the year. <laughs> hip hop album. I ain't even going to, you know, I'll say hip hop album. I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah cool. But he's I'll still take very, album. very, feels very strongly about Man, that. Man, I know so. Well, I, now, I, you know, we're going to get to the Q&A really quick, but right. I wanted to first ask you a couple things since you brought up My Name Is My Name. Right. I remember during the middle of the summer, I had already heard multiple versions of the album. It had gotten pushed back multiple times. Right. And we were all wondering, like, when is this going to come out and where is it a secret? It felt like a secret that a lot of people didn't know how good it was. Yeah, man. Um and, and and I feel like that must have been frustrating for you. I mean, it was. It was because, I, you know, I just sort of felt like there were a lot of um, starting and stop, stopping moments within the album. And, um, you know, you got to remember this album's been ready for a minute. You know what I'm saying? It's been, it's been ready for a minute. You know, we like holding on tight to it. We're like trying not to... Uh, let it leak. Let it leak. Yeah. We're trying to like, you know, we're trying to like let the right people review it and just, yeah. you know, make sure that it's like it gets its, its just due. I know that I'm built off of like uh, a grassroots fan base. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at the same time, I still sort of felt like there were there were moments in the album that 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 could have been promoted more to the masses. Hmm. Like who like. I don't think there's ever been a Chris Brown record that like Chris Brown on the hook and the record's not like really gone for at like radio and things like that. Hmm. So it's like these it was marketed. Yeah, like these things to the mess. were sort of bothering me. These things definitely bothered me. But at the same time it's like you know, I like I said I'm really out here with the people and as long as I could get it out there to y'all, I just felt like, man, I'm gonna get it out there, get the visual out there, let's keep it going. And that's that's all we kept doing. Like that's that's the only way we really marketed the album, just videos and dropping everything. And then y'all dissed me, y'all was mad because y'all was like, We gotta have the album already. But <laughs> that's what I had to work with. Cause you know, at the same time it was like nobody wanted any more mixtape music from Pusha T. It was like you got Fear God, yep. you got Wrath of Kane, you got the guest verses or whatever it was, and it was album time. Period. And, or at least that's how I felt. Y'all made me feel like that. Y'all had pressure on me so bad. And it was like your big time, big label solo yeah. debut. Straight up. Um, which a lot of people couldn't even, you know, they were. I was hearing complaints that people were trying to find it, and the oh, numbers man. were way higher than anybody had predicted. And yeah. Man, so. You, you're so funny, man. They told me I was going to sell, like, 20,000 records. And I was like, well, how's that going to happen? Right. Like, I really, seriously, seriously. And I was just like, um, you know, I, I just had to sort of tune all that out and stop listening. 
but you know this is because this is because the um, the way they gauge it the way they gauge it at retail I believe is sort of like okay they look at you know where you are on the charts as far as where your records positioned at and so on and so forth and you know if you know me then you know I ain't got no records on the charts I don't think do I on all the best <laughs> album lists. Oh, of the year. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot if of you're that talking now, about the best yeah. album list, yeah, that's something that but that happens after the Singles fact. Singles of the year. Yeah, definitely. I don't Yeah. That happens after the fact though. Yeah. I ain't have no records on the charts. Do you have a that. different game plan moving forward? I mean, given whatever you were frustrated about with the rollout of, of this album or things that you want to change, what is the next step? Um no, you know what? I'm not gonna change. The only thing I'm gonna change about what I do is is timing. Like this, this industry is like a very, it's a it's a real tough business to be in, and you're gonna learn if you're in it or you want to get in it or when you get in it, you're gonna learn that all you can do is control what you can control. So now, from here on out, I'm just gonna you know, strategically. You know what I'm saying? Make my records, put out my records, all do everything that I can do in a timely fashion and just leave it up to y'all. Straight up. Like I I'm not relying on anything else but my fans, my family. That's it. Do we have a timeline on when this is gonna happen? Um no, nah, I mean I I don't know when I'm dropping the next one, but I can tell everybody January uh January second, me, Pharrell and Chad are going in the studio for twenty days. That is the best news it. I've heard in a really long time. <laughs> Wait, Chad the Ghost? Chad the Ghost. <laughs> Me, Pharrell, and wow. Chad are going to the studio for 20 days in Miami. And that's it. Like, that's, that's what's going to start off, you know, the King Push album. Wow. Oh, is that the title? Title is definitely King Push. There you go. Great news. That's, um... That's a great gift for the fans. I think we should also um, make sure that we get some questions in. Yo, I'm so excited. Right. Pusha um, T and the Neptune. I want to say you're one of the greatest lyricists of all time, Thank one of the you, dopest man. MCs. But one thing that's really ill about you is you got amazing breath control. You have amazing ad libs. So I wanted to know a little bit about the ugh and the uh, woo. <laughs> you know? Yo, listen, the 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 really came from like just being in the studio and saying like a disgusting line and just, you know, and I needed a space. I needed space and I was like, yeah. But that's, that's really what it is. And the whole woo thing, anybody who knows me, man, I, I was like a real wrestling fan, fanatic. And Ric Flair's like, Ric Flair's the original, the true original shit talker. Like for real, you know. But, um, you know, and, and you know, it was just um just something that was uh just something close to me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like um I'm trying to do that more, man. Like being a solo artist, you know, not having my brother, there were there were things that I could like that I could count on him for. I could just give y'all like, you know, fresh, braggy car raps all day. Fashion raps. Right, fashion raps. I could do things like that. But and, and and leave it up to my brother to give y'all the like, you know, the perspective, the conscious mentality, the consequential thinking and so on and so forth. So but now it's like without him I gotta like I gotta take on take on like a few different different uh roles now. It's tough. So I'm trying to show y'all more about me. 
What's up, Pusha T? Yo, what's up, G? Very big fan. Thank uh, you, man. My name is my name. Best album of the year. Thank you, sir. Not hip hop. <laughs> best album of the year. Oh wow, I'll take that too. Thank you. Hey, right, uh, my question is, what is your personally? What is your favorite track or verse? Just as a solo artist, what is your favorite track overall? Like, I I did I really did my thing on this. Like, this is my best piece. Oh man, you know, my my favorite. Uh, Man, my favorite song on My Name Is My Name is 40 Acres. Hmm. Yeah, like, you know, I feel like, um, I feel like that's something I dug a little bit deeper for. I feel like, uh, you know, I, I gave a like, true perspective about just my mentality and how I feel about everything from relationships to, yeah, my mom was like, so are you trying to t like the other day like I, I I you know I went home or whatever and I seen her and she was like so I was listening to your album right Uh-oh and she was like so you trying to tell me that you not going to be no good because you know my pay, you know our divorce yeah. or whatever and I was just like you know mom I was like I had to sort of explain to her like really like I like it really it, I never thought things like that would affect me at my age, mm -hmm. and it really does. Like I never ever in my life would think that like I would care about, you know, uh, my parents' divorce and things like that at the age that I am now. And you know, I was just telling her like, you know, I was uh, in that song. I was really just, yeah, I was blaming. I was blaming her. <laughs> Does, does them. actually getting it out and yeah. talking about it with her, does that help? Does yeah, it heal yeah. it? Yeah, really. Like, you know, it doesn't... I don't think it really heals anything because family, um, you know, when it's not the same, it's just not the same. I'm realizing that as well. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's just... It's just different for me because I have never in my life had that type of conversation on record. Mm -hmm. And I, I used to frown upon like um, like all the records, like I would hear with like rappers and they'd be like saying like, you know, how they dad won't there and things like that. And I used to be like, dog, you like 30, what you <laughs> care for? Uh -huh. You know, that used to be my attitude. And then here I come on 40 Acres and it's like, you know, thinking like, damn, is this really the reason why I think like this? Or why, you know, I be going through things in, in my relationships and so on and so forth. Wow. King Pish, what up, boy? Oh, what's up, brother? How you I doing? Ain't, I ain't chilling, man. Um, I just wanted to know, like, <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, I've been a hip-hop head forever, so I've been following you forever. And when you got with good, like, I felt like it was the right move. Okay. I just feel like, you know what I mean? You know, Ye's real. He's all over the place. So right. I feel like it's on, like, you and Big. Like, the Good Fridays, man. Wow. The Good Fridays, man. We need them, bro. <laughs> you need them back? We need them, bro. You know what I mean? You know. It's Soho. I think Tiana runs somewhere. But, yo, <laughs> we need them, though, man. Honestly speaking, bro. Just let me know what's going on if possible. Listen, that, um... The the funny part about Good Fridays is it's it's really a lot of Good Fridays records still left. I mean, you know, that that was that was honestly Ye's thing at the moment. Like Good Friday was when I tell y'all that was the most stressful time. <laughs> it was like so stressful because you you had to have it. Like he he had to have it out. And that was just, you know, 
I think Good Friday, you know, that was part of his uh, dark, twisted fantasy, um, you know, marketing. But, you know, that was a super, super hip-hop album. And that's all it was about, just making records and, and rapping. And, and, he, and his whole thing was like, nah, I ain't doing a mixtape. I'm going to just drop these. We're just going to drop these. That's my mixtape. Mm. Um, Did you ever feel frustrated that, oh, you're giving it away. That's, that's something we should keep. Like, was there that type of argument ever happening in the studio? Um, I'm trying to think, man. That Christian Dior denim flow, that... That hurt you to give that away? That sort of hurt. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of times, a lot of times I would, I would be there, like, I might be there first. Like, because, you know, th this was happening, um, is it called Electric Lady? Mm -hmm. It was happening in New York. So... You know, I, I live in Virginia, so if I come up here, then I really don't have anywhere to go but studio. So I'm I'm gonna probably see or hear everything nine times out of ten first. And when I found out that was like the Good Friday beat and record, I was like, man, can we just tuck that away? <laughs> but of course we couldn't because it's Friday and we all we all working on the record on Friday. Y'all know, y'all know this. Like you know, they sometimes waiting. they were dropping yeah. Saturday at noon <laughs> and things like that. That's man, stress, stress, brother. I think everybody's reaction was always like, "Well, it's Friday still somewhere." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of the the songs that are still in the stash, what is the one that if you could drop, say today, what's the song that we missed out on? Tell us what we missed. Um. I, I believe that there are a few Raekwon verses that you guys missed. Oh. I believe so. Um, With you um, and Kanye. Um, no, I know I didn't lay to him. I didn't lay to him, but produced they by just, Kanye. Yeah, yeah, produced oh. by him for sure. And um, we probably, I mean, any, I mean, any given time, like if he pulls it out and be like, yo. Let's you know get on the track or whatever. You might need to make that you call. Go crazy. You might need it's to make that crazy. Call push. Um, another question. There's a lot of stuff, man. Oh, I can only imagine. Yes. What's going on, Pusher C, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? Right. Y'all got a question. So yes, I know you and your brother from the Bronx. So I'm yeah. from the Bronx too. Okay. And I know your big influence was uh you know Rock Kim and Big Daddy Kane. So yep. What's one of your like favorite New York City moments like? Whether it was you in the Bronx or you know coming back here chilling and everything, like what's your biggest Yo, city moment? Listen, y you know what's so funny? Um, like, I got a I got an older sister, right? And she used to live in Harlem. Huh? Gun Hill, Gun Hill. I lived in Tilden. Yeah. So um, but you know coming back here, like my grandmother lived. She lived in Tilden forever. You know, she got older, she got sick, and she. Uh, moved down to Virginia, but I was always in New York, right? And but my sister, my older sister, lived in Harlem, and man, I remember going to Harlem, right? And at the time, this guy was like King uh, Camacho, and he would like block traffic and be like, "It's Macho time! It's Macho time!" <laughs> and I was like a kid, like just a child, like looking at this boxer, like, oh man, he got, he had like the rat tail and I wanted one, but I ain't have like, you know, the hair to have that. <laughs> so like, Amazing. but he was like the coolest person ever to me. 
And you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I got so many of those just like New York, you know, come up here and, and you know, uh, being with my cousins and I was, you know, I'm born here, but I moved to Virginia, so I'm the slow one, of course. You're the country treat, cousin. Yeah, I'm the country cousin. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling them Run DMC the best rapper. They like, man, Rakim, what are you talking about? Don't <laughs> say that in front of none of my friends. God, son, what up? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Push, what up? What up, G? What's going on? How you yeah, doing, man? Everything Fred the Godson good. is that yes. Fred over yes. there? Fred the Godson? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Push my favorite rapper, man. Oh, so, man. I, you know, nice. got us a from, That's coming from somebody who's amazing. What good up, looking, brother? man. Thank you. Yo, um, what's the next video you're going to shoot off your joint? Man, I'm shooting I'm shooting Suicide tomorrow. Oh. Wow. Yeah. In New York? Yeah. In New York tomorrow. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the God bless, just man. Invited Thank himself. you, brother. <laughs> all right. And and these are all videos that you pretty much put together, yeah. funded, everything yeah, yourself. Yeah, I, I pay for all my videos except uh, Sweet Serenade. So, That's we going, you know. <laughs> fancy. <laughs> really? <laughs> if you haven't noticed, he's very fancy. Pusha um, T is very fancy. You know, um, we going, you know, we going to get in this, uh, uh, what is it? Suicide tomorrow. Um, I'm shooting 40 Acres as well. And uh, 40 Acres and Snitch. Those are the next three lineup. Um, and then we have to get into that new album that you're going to be recording yeah. with the Neptunes. I mean, yeah. that's an incredible Both announcement. Uh, King Push coming sometime in 2014. Yeah, for sure. Um, more goodness from Pusha T coming on this stage very soon. Let's go. Um, we learned a lot about him. I actually never knew that you had those New York moments that you were up on Gun Hill Road. And oh, man. So um, I, I really want to thank all of you guys. True, dedicated, hardcore Pusha T fans. Listen, man, I appreciate y'all so much. Y'all don't even understand. Like, every, everything that I get, like, I attribute to, to y'all. I mean, it's nothing else. For real. Seriously. Like y'all have kept me in this industry. Look at my look at my whole life in the industry. Mm. I mean, I come out platinum record, whatever, grinding. Don't come out for another four years. Hell hath no fury. My favorite album of all time, by the way. But I'm talking about four years here and there. We come, we drop to the casket drops. What uh, three years later? Gaps. Now I go solo, and it's you know, it's man. I've had like a real roller coaster ride. And you guys are the only thing that really kept me afloat. Nothing else. Give it up for yourselves. Much love to Pusha T. Much love to the Apple Store here in Soho and the entire iTunes Yeah, set. shout out the Apple Store, man. Yeah. Who and else y'all done this with? Tell nobody me. like you. Nobody like you. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I do think, man. though, that it's incredible that we're going to be able to see this on iTunes uh, this week. So um, thank you guys for, for being here. All right? Love y'all.